I just don't know what to do. What do you mean? Like, what do we say? I don't know. Introduce yourself. You introduce yourself. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Crimes and story times. I'm Kirsten. I'm Michelle. And today I'm going to be reading a story that I found on Reddit on the subreddit Scary Stories. It's by a user named Sucking God's Finger. Nice. It's interesting. Name. I give that username an A. Plus. Yes, 10 out of 10. <laughs> this is our story time episode this week. So. Yes. So this is a, it's a pretty messed up story. I'm excited to hear it. Yeah. It kind of threw me threw me for a loop. So it's called All Bottled Up. I'm writing this out of fear that I'm no longer coherent of my actions. I swear I'm not a bad person. I'm not perfect, but I'm still human. Don't get me wrong, I wasn't the best growing up. It was all out of curiosity, and I can promise that. Sticking things in outlets, drawing on the walls, pushing kids off playgrounds, and the list goes on. I would never do anything out of malicious intent. It was always sheer curiosity, and gen- I genuinely mean that. Now, I think, I feel like when you're a kid, that's all curiosity, right? You literally do stuff as a kid that you're like, hmm, this looks like a good idea. Like, why would you, like, purposely put your finger in an outlet or something? I mean, personally, as a child, I don't think I ever tried to do that, but, like... I'm sure you did. I know my kid does. My mom had, like, kid prove things well sometimes it don't work my cat doesn't try to do that Mm-mm. my child put a charger in the outlet yesterday and almost killed himself <laughs> nice <laughs> anyway let's continue never had any trouble making friends granted i was that kid that stuck a stick in the tire spokes just to see what happens this was in a figurative and literal sense when I started noticing my actions were putting the spotlight on me at school, I started keeping those thoughts strictly to personal time. The intensity died down for a little bit. By the time I was just getting in trouble, whenever my dad found his, that doesn't make sense. By that time, I was just getting in trouble whenever my dad found his watches not working. I wasn't too good at putting things back together and making them work again. Towards the end of elementary, I was fascinated with the microwave an instrument that vibrates water to the point where it warms things up. I was most definitely intrigued. Metal was always fun to watch with all the sparks, just as long as you took it out before it melted a hole in the microwave. The dry stuff always went up in flames, so stayed away from those. Can't wipe away melted plastic with a rag. Dude, if my kid was microwaving metal... Uh, yeah, that's some some pretty messed up stuff. After I already told them, don't do that? Like a fork... I'm so afraid of putting forks in the microwave. I literally double check every time I put something in the microwave that there's not a fork in there. Yeah. Bad things will happen. One day I had the bright idea of throwing one of my G.I. Joes in the microwave when I was walking home from school until I saw a kitten. I know what it sounds like, but I'm not a bad person. 
Not saying I wasn't right for doing so, but I wasn't necessarily wrong. Um, I definitely think you're wrong. Wait a second. Wait a second. What is he thinking about doing to this cat? That's that's what's worrying me. Like, well, yeah. I, who thinks about putting cats in the microwave? You didn't say he was going to put it in the microwave yet. Yes, he did. Oh. <laughs> oh, oh, oh I, my bad. I missed that part. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Open up your ears. <laughs> I was just a curious kid. I just wanted to see what would happen, and that's when I knew I needed to keep my thoughts to myself. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. My parents didn't know what to do with me. They were broken at the thought I was a little psychopath. They figured sending me to my room for the night was best, as they talked about counseling in military school. At the end of the day, they knew I was just a little different. Woke up the next morning with the microwave replaced, and my parents trying to pass it off as a phase. Don't recall them ever bringing it up again. I'm sorry, but like every serial killer story usually starts out with, hmm, what should I do to this insert animal here innocent animal yeah like no um first of all the fact that they want to send him to military school i understand like yeah therapy would be good but military school sending your kid off just so you can say eh, they'll be fine that'll, somebody else can deal with him yeah that'll <laughs> put like some structure into them it's like no, no like your kid it. literally microwaved a kid okay yeah. he needs therapy From there forward, I vowed to keep my thoughts as only thoughts, and it made my life that much easier for the time being, especially during presentations when the teacher would say, just imagine everyone in their underwear. Imagine if I went around stripping everyone down just to be comfortable enough to present in front of the class. That would be absurd. I'd walk past students on campus playing out, slapping kids' lunch trays out of their hands and kicking their food, but I just smiled as I passed by and wished them a good day. You know, I never pictured anybody in their underwear when I presented to the class. Me either. I feel I like that's kind of weird. <laughs> that is so weird. Like, why would you picture everyone in their underwear? Yeah. I feel like that would just make me feel like yeah, no. more awkward than mm-hmm. I already am. I'd be like, I don't uh, want to picture this person with no clothes on. Definitely. Keep that to yourself. Yeah. My thoughts got really invasive after getting my license. I couldn't help but picture veering into the oncoming traffic leaving myself and the family of five twisted and mangled in the wreckage after colliding like two insignificant atoms, only to be forgotten within a few cycles of life, as if it had never happened to begin with. Hell of a thing to think about while on the road, but it's no different than taking my car on the sidewalk and seeing how physics would work out in a live-action Grand Theft Auto game. They're all just thoughts, though. College had to be the hardest, always trying to fit in regardless if your morals agreed with the way they conducted themselves. Hazing was easy. I just thought about different ways I'd get out of certain rituals, like I was being captive or something. It got interesting when I was the one that did the hazing, since I got to explore my thoughts without feeling like I was different. I can see why people participate in these rituals. They all have thoughts and need an outlet like myself. We never did anything too eccentric, and I did my best to stay away from the booze if we did. I was already the Willy Wonka of hazing, so I needed to make sure every avenue I explored was processed accordingly, so I knew what I was doing was just that. One of our quote-unquote brothers ended up ruining it for everyone in the frat. He wanted to get an easy lay with a girl from economics class and asked for some help. I thought about throwing something real strong in her drink, but told him it would probably be best just to have a good time and let it unfold itself. She was into him anyway. Creepy. So they're like, what, 
thinking about drugging this girl. Roofing her. Yeah. Like, no. No okay. thanks. That is so wrong. Yeah. She overdosed that night, and they pinned it all on him. He was drunk and passed out no later than nine, then woke up with her cold, dead body next to him. I know I kept that thought to myself, so for him to do what he did was uncalled for. Should have just thought about it like I did. After that, I needed my space again, finished up college, and put it all in the past. I ended up getting an apartment in the city with a little desk job that doesn't even utilize my degree. I thought it'd be best to get rid of the car to minimize those intrusive thoughts and just stick to public transportation. I think it made things a little easier. The city made my mind fold on itself while it tried to process every outcome that could bloom from interacting with every passing person. It helped keep things manageable as I walked past that man in a suit and slid a box cutter across his inner thigh. Everyone crowded around him as he took a few steps before noticing the blood trailing behind him, and I just continued on with my day, just as a thought as it should be. Who thinks about stuff like that? I don't know. That's cutting just, a person with a box knife on the train. Like, what especially the on their thigh. Like, there's a big artery on your thigh. You can definitely bleed out from being cut on your thigh in a certain spot. Maybe that wasn't his intent. You never know. Today I've come to the conclusion that the term going postal didn't sit well with me. Now I had to look up what going postal meant mm-hmm. because I did it now. The definition is... Um, going postal is an American English slang phrase referring to becoming extremely and uncontrollably angry, often to the point of violence and usually in the workplace environment. So, like... Well, I think that they came up with the term going postal because there was something about, like, a post office, like, um, one of the workers got, like, super angry and they basically was, like, super violent with the other employees. I don't really remember the exact story. But I think that's literally what happened and how that came up with that term. Interesting. I literally just remembered that. <laughs> yeah, I literally did not know that, so I had to look it up. Not that I didn't like the term, but it rarely had to do with the post office. I don't work at one, so if I did decide to follow through with smacking my coworker in the back of her head with my keyboard, then proceed to re- repeatedly slam her face into the monitor, I wouldn't consider that going postal by any means. Maybe a cubicle rage? Regardless, I didn't like working there anyway, especially when your cold-hearted boss lives next door to you. I decided to take the train home, train home, and it was just one other person beside me waiting for it to arrive. I saw the light in the tunnel, and I couldn't help but wonder what would happen if that stranger just happened to fall in front of the train. My imagination got the best of me as I gave them a little shove right before the train passed and just got on board. I didn't catch what cart they got on, but who wants to share a car with a stranger if you don't need to? I wouldn't want to sit next to me, so I couldn't blame them. So he literally thought about pushing this person on the train. Like, in front of the train. Which is crazy, because, like, if you're in New York, and so, like, the subway, like, basically, where the trains are at is, like, a ditch. So, like, you would be throwing someone in there. And I'm pretty sure it's not easy to get get back. I mean, you can, maybe with the help of someone, depending on, like, probably your height and your strength and things like that. Mm -hmm. But, like, uh, the fact that he thought about pushing someone in there when it's probably pretty hard to get back out is scary. Yeah. Following the normal routine, I got home, kicked off my shoes, popped a TV dinner into the microwave, and turned on some evening news to end the night. While I was grabbing my food out of the microwave, I heard the reporter speaking to someone, uh, 
Speaking on someone, being pushed in front of a train, being caught on video. I immediately turned off the TV because I couldn't have been me. I've been doing so well at keeping my thoughts to myself. I thought about cutting that guy with a box cutter, so why was there blood on the blade? I must have cut myself at some point. No. So... Bro, so he's actually been, quote-unquote, thinking about this, but it sounds like he's, like... Actually doing it. Without noticing? Or... Is he just, like, denying it? Yeah. Yeah. I can't shake the feeling I was fired after beating my coworker senseless. But I know I quit because my boss was a micromanaging powerhouse and got on me about daydreaming all day. I just know the thought of me kicking in her door, grabbing the degree off the wall that she so often talked about, and beat her with it until the glass shards and wood splinters were embedded in her face was just a thought. The blood smearing across the paper would say otherwise. Along with the banging on the door, does this mean I really did those things I just thought about? They keep saying they're cops, and my door sounds like it's about to get kicked in. So I hope whoever comes in finds this letter. I can honestly say I didn't mean to do it. They were simply just thoughts. Interesting. Wow, that is a pretty interesting story. I like how they, like, shaped it in the form of thoughts. Yeah, so this guy, he's a psychopath. Yeah, I can see that. It kind of gives you a look into, like, what a... Not necessarily a serial killer, but somebody who wants to murder somebody, how their brain works. Yeah, for sure. they think they're not really doing anything. That's true. They're just thoughts, but they're actually, like, out here killing people. But then I think about, like, different, like, serial killers, I guess you could say, or people that murder other people, and um, I feel like they know what they're doing. You know what I'm saying? Like, this story obviously, like, portrays it in a way they're just thoughts, but, like, Mm -hmm. I don't know. It was pretty interesting. I that thought was it was pretty, pretty interesting. interesting. Yeah, I thought it was a cool story, definitely, for sure. Shout out to the person that wrote that. Yeah, it did a great job. Mm-hmm. That was great. I liked it. Me too. That's the end. That's the end of the story. All right. Thanks for listening. See you guys next time. Bye. Bye.